0: Tom Bernard Show with
1: co-host Catherine Brandt,
0: Andy Brandt-Bernard,
1: Alex Brandt-Bernard-Rasmussen,
0: and Mike Molina. Were you eating when you said your name, Alex?
1: Alex (laughs) (laughs) Brandt-Bernard-Rasmussen. Alex is usually eating.
0: Alex wants to pick up where Ted Larkins left off, or actually where we left off with Ted Larkins, and we'll be right back to get that done, Tom Bernard Show. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Michael Bryant,
2: Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, One of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company. And they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap.
4: That song.
0: That is a great song. Happy Together by, what is it, the Turtles? Yep. Yeah, the Turtles. The Turtles. Uh, and what was the name of the the, the two guys broke off from the Turtles? What were their names again? I have no idea. I cannot remember. Not important.
4: This is yesteryear.
0: Oh, well, Yester- really, <laughs> yesteryear. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you thought that Ted Larkins had all the answers, but no. Alex is now here to explain.
1: Yep, it's... I'm the wisest <laughs> of them all. No. The I wise right. them, no. Well, I wanted to just I like I said I couldn't get a word in when he was on. I wanted to bring up a few things cuz I consider myself Cuz I was excited. Yes, but I consider myself a very happy individual overall. Um mm-hmm. and thanks
0: to your mom and me. Yep.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's very right. Um you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome um, exactly. But I was thinking about this on the way here today. It's one degree outside, but there's not a cloud Ew. in the sky. The sun is shining. and mm, I like that. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. It, the whole everybody constantly complaining about the cold here in Minnesota and you two aren't the yeah. people to talk to about it because you <laughs> just leave. Um, <laughs>
2: that's right. me, 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 me,
1: but me. it's like I was thinking about it and I was like, people choose. You're choosing to be upset by the cold. If you're like, oh, it's so cold, and oh my gosh, why do I live here? I need to go away, and blah, blah, blah. It's like just the sun's out. It looks, you can look out your window and think, you know what? It looks like a beautiful day. I'm inside. Oh, well. Like, I don't know. It just, there's so many things about life that people choose to be miserable and choose to complain about. And it's like, well, that's your choice. You don't have to react this way to anything.
3: No, I agree with you, uh, 100%, Alex, because, yeah. yeah, I mean, we choose to live here. I mean, I embrace it. I yeah. walk to and from work, and, you yeah. know, you dress appropriate according to the weather, and you're fine.
1: Well, that's like the quote, there's no such thing as bad weather, only unsuitable clothing.
3: Yes. Man, you are Norwegian.
4: So put that in your pipe and smoke yeah, it. I've yeah.
5: never had a problem with uh, that much cold. I mean... It's like you said, we have indoor heating, so, you yeah. Know, what's the huge problem? Yeah, I don't
4: know why
1: people, it's like, I mean, I, yes, I like being outside, and I like running, but like, Dad, you don't go outside, like, much. <laughs> 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 so how does well, it how bother am I the you? Bad
0: guy here. <laughs> no,
1: but I'm how am just wondering. Am I the bad guy no, but here. I'm just wondering because it's like okay, I understand. Like oh, I'm a marathon runner and blah blah blah. Yeah. So it's like oh, I can't go outside or you know like yeah. somebody that spends out t- a lot of their time outdoors. It's like, oh, I can't be outside because it's too cold. Like, I won't be able to take to Forest School this week because it'll just be too cold. And, like, that's a bummer, I guess. But we'll do other things. I don't know. But you're one of the people that hates the cold the most, but you don't really spend that much time outside.
0: No, I don't. That's very, very true. Well, it
4: but, used to be different when you, when you golfed.
0: Not in yeah. the winter. Well, yeah, well, I mean, came you came never... down here.
4: That's one of the reasons why we used to come down here. Yeah, so you no, I
0: didn't. no, you're right. That's a very good. That's a very good point. I, I, I got to be honest with you, though, know, Alex. It, 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 I've never ever liked cold weather. Even when I was a little kid, I never liked it. I didn't like to go sledding. I didn't ice skate. I didn't do any. I just never liked cold weather.
1: But I don't know. It just. It's, Hello. Hi. Hello. It's, sorry. <laughs> I just don't understand. Just that last. Why everyone... No, I wasn't eating. I'm not eating anymore. <laughs> I did. I do have food in front of me, but I'm not eating it at the current moment. Good job. But no, I just... I don't know. I've always thought... Cold doesn't bug me. It, I mean, the only time that I'm like, oh my god, it's ridiculously cold. That was when the wind... Like, it's super windy and it hurts your skin.
3: Yeah.
5: Then it's like, yeah, I just need to get I inside. Yeah. Is when it's, yeah, painful to be outside, which... Yeah, but then it's like that's not really complaining. It's like this is legitimately horrible, but then you just
1: scurry
4: indoors and you're fine. Ted Larkins was—is it's individual happiness, not judging others about their unhappiness.
0: Yeah, I think, not, yeah, <laughs> Alex, it's not judging others. About no wonder I didn't let you talk to him. That I'm not judging I'm, not judging. I'm not judging anybody. Dad, you know,
1: I'm not judging anybody. Did I say you're a horrible human being because you don't like the cold? No. <laughs>
4: well, not today. I, I, I felt attacked. Okay. I don't know about you. Not what a, today. You
3: didn't what a say. What Well, you want yeah. to talk about a place getting hammered with weather that already has unhappy people? Have you seen oh. New York City? <laughs>
0: Oh, Oh, yeah. They're not used to it. Yeah. I talked to Paul Mercurio about two hours ago, and he said, We're all just hunkered down. We're all going (laughs) to (laughs) die. He's all upset because of weather. They might get a foot of snow in New York City.
3: Yeah.
4: They've got nowhere to put that snow. Yeah, that's the thing. You guys know,
3: I mean, yeah, if you've ever been to New York, there's nowhere to put that snow.
4: No. They're going to have to just shove it down into the river somehow. Yeah. Just have to keep on plowing to the river. That's
0: nice. Well, it's probably the only thing you can do. But Alex, I, th- that's why I wanted to bring up Fawn. I mean, your 19-month-old daughter. She's not always happy. She, can, matter of fact, she gets just like you and Dan, all crabby sometimes. When okay, she doesn't have enough sleep. just
1: like me and Dan, <laughs> you <laughs> have got to be kidding I, me. I'm
0: yeah. always in a great mood. Okay, yeah. have you met yourself? No, but but, but Fonny here's what was the name of the song? It's just called happy, happy, isn't it? Yeah, Happy. And who does it?
1: Pharrell Williams.
0: Oh, that's Pharrell. That's right. That was before he got sued for stealing music. <laughs> but anyway, <Yeah. laughs> um, she hears the song Happy, and she dances around. She loves to dance. She's 19 months old. Now, you have to understand something. It is uh, genetic, because Alex started dancing when you were, what, three years old? Two you were two? I think I was no, like out
1: her out of
4: diapers.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Run that story by me again.
4: I said ballerinas don't wear diapers, and that was the end of diapers. That
0: was the end of diapers. She wanted <laughs> to
4: take dance class.
0: <laughs> how long were you in dance class, Alex? A long time. Uh, oh. Until I got pregnant Listen, with Andy. Fawn. Yeah. But I mean, how many years was that? That was 23 years or something?
1: I was 26 when I got pregnant with Fawn. 25.
0: And you started at 2, so yeah, so you're 24, 24 years yeah. you, you danced.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, and Fawn, literally, from the time she could crawl, she kind of used to shake back and forth when she heard music. She wasn't dancing, but I suppose she was dancing oh, because yeah. she couldn't walk yet. But she's always liked to move to the music. She's always, you know, she her favorite words are happy, uh, you know. Popco. Popco.
4: Krakoo.
0: <laughs> crackoo. Popco. Yep. And party uh, on
4: know. and party on party on. but
0: yeah she was dancing around saying party on I-, I just love that it's a wonderful thing so i hope we can get back there we're going to talk as a matter of fact alex this is going to be this is going to kind of kind of be the alex hour Hey-oh. today because F- uh, florence ann romano is going to be on this hour it's gonna be on a 135 five ways how ditching electronic devices for old school playtime activities can benefit your children it just talks about Wanting to be happy in a natural way and in, instead of being Completely and always connected to your electronic devices. I think that's terrific.
1: I Agree I and some that's something that I even struggle with is attachment to electronic mm-hmm. devices I have a very serious addiction to my phone. It's and it's something that I don't like about myself and something that I want to change
5: It's so weird because I like my Life is based around electronics, but I don't like using a phone. To me, a phone is like a—it's a necessary evil. It's like a chore. But mm-hmm. everyone else on Earth loves using their
0: phone all the time, See, which I is do very not. strange. I don't either. I'm, I'm with you. I don't like the but... fact that I have a phone with me all the time. Well, but I all use I a... ever do is answer business calls.
4: You're on the phone like at least I would say six hours a day
0: because I'm doing business, yeah. like selling out this digital show, mm-hmm. like getting us more. Uh markets. We're gonna pick up another market next week. I didn't they even are? tell you about that yet. Ooh. So you know, don't worry uh-huh. about me being on the phone, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's even arguing with me. On that. No I, but I, yeah, I, I, it, it's great because you don't have to have face-to-face meetings with people all the time. So that part of the phone, the fact that I can do business over the phone does help quite a bit. But by the same token, I can have people get a hold of me anytime they wish to complain.
4: Yes. You don't have right? to answer, though. Yeah, well, yeah, there are good and bad things about having a phone. I mean, you, you really never get a vacation unless you can turn off your phone because people will still call about business stuff.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, we were on vacation last week, and and, I, and we literally didn't get one de- one full day of vacation out of it because I, you, and I were working all the
4: time. Yeah, there was either closing documents to ship and notarize, or there was something. There was always right. something.
0: Which is great, and again following Ted Larkin's advice, we get to do that. We get to you know, do business, and well, it's not like we're failing in life. Yeah,
4: that is interesting because there, you know, there's a lot of times where I think, oh, it's so great that I can do my job from anywhere on the planet. But at the same time, if you were on vacation back before technology, you just yeah. didn't have to gone. deal with it. You were just gone. Yep. It wasn't even a question of having to take care of something.
5: Yeah, good luck getting to me when I'm you know, in Hawaii and the only thing that exists is... You know, landlines. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah, that's exactly how it was. It used to be a, a lot different and Although, probably more relaxing in a lot of ways. When our barn
5: burned down, they got to us on They did. Yeah. They found Jean us Girard at the Bowl. hotel. Yeah. Well, I.
0: could Jean have Girard done that
5: Bowl. if they had tried hard enough, I guess.
0: One of my favorite things, as far as as landlines were concerned, back when I first started working at Capitol Records. Bruce Wendell was the executive vice president of promotion for Capitol Records. He was a he was an executive VP, I mean, the, the big shot of the company, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the great, because we had 23 promotion guys around the United States at different levels. I was the Midwest promotion guy, which covered pretty much Wisconsin, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, Iowa, Kansas, uh, you know, pretty much about an eight-state area. So it was a lot of fun. And again, following Ted Larkin's... Uh, way of thinking i got to do that and i really enjoyed doing it and one of the things that i loved about those conference calls was and bruce never found out who did it and it wasn't me by the way there was somebody who could do a perfect impression of him and because it was a landline he didn't know who it Mm was right (laughs) so he'd not be in there okay we're going to talk about this today he's from philadelphia so we're going to talk about this today okay what are we going to talk about Hey, whoever's doing that impression of me, knock it off. <laughs> well, nobody's doing an impression of you. What are you talking about? He sounded exactly like him, and he never did find out. We None of us ever found out who it was that was doing that. Really? It was, it was the greatest part of landlines ever because we never, ever found out who was the one doing their impression of him.
4: Well, people do conference <laughs> calls today. They don't use video conference calls that much, do they?
0: No.
5: That, no for some no. reason, that really never took off.
4: Well, it would be kind of hard if you had, like, 30 people on the line to, like, you know, it would be confusing. Plus, you might have the CEO dropping F-bombs
3: on you.
0: Oh, did you see that article today? (laughs)
3: No, we talked about it yesterday a little bit, but.
0: Yeah, we did. We did did, did talk about it a little bit, but, yeah, it's true. That article (laughs) appeared uh, in several other publications today. On conference calls now, the CEOs of companies company like like to drop the F-bomb constantly. So CEOs talk like everyone else. Big news. Yeah, that's pretty much right. That's pretty much right on the funny. CEOs talk like everybody else uh, talks. Uh, Yeah, I think it's a good thing. All in all, Alex, I think people try to be happy, but I, I think... What gets in their way is they spend too much time, and I think that's why Lifetime's decision to block the news at their clubs is a really good decision. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, I have to call him and tell him, you know what, uh, that was a brilliant move. Matter of <laughs> fact, let me let me just uh, we, do we have a couple more minutes in this segment, or should I wait till the next segment?
3: Uh, we got two.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll wait to the next segment because I want to see some of the comments. The headline is Lifetime Fitness Blacks Out All News TV Outlets from Its Big Screens. The nation, it is a nationwide health club now, by the way, Catherine. Lifetime is nationwide now. Oh, okay. The nationwide health club company based in Chanhazen. Chan hasn't spelled wrong, by the way, in the Star Tribune. That's really, good. really good. Lovely. Star Tribune doesn't know how to spell the word Chan hasn't.
4: Where is it? I don't know. Is it in America?
0: says people don't like the negative politically charged telecasts while working out. Yay. They don't like the left. They don't like the right. So, so now I feel at home. I feel much better about my viewpoint now because I thought I was kind of out there by myself or at least uh, the people around me were out there by ourselves. Uh, but people are sick to death of it. They don't want to hear the name. Oh, this guy's horrible. Trump's horrible. No, no, Obama's horrible. No, this guy's horrible. It's just stop. Would you please? I. Uh, but what I want to do. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I consider a very large part of my overall happiness is that I usually don't know anything about current events. Well, yeah, I can understand, but.
0: Yeah. Now, I couldn't afford to do that because I run two shows, yeah. so I have to know what, what's going on. Um, so, yeah, I understand. If I didn't have to, I absolutely would back off and not know what's going on with current events. Yeah, I'm like, I don't. Because it, it drives you nuts. Yeah,
1: it's all horrible information all the time.
4: Well, and current events are just on a loop. It's like one thing happens, and that's all they talk about for five days. And you just don't need to revisit it all the time.
0: No, that's exactly it. When we come back, I want to look at that story again, the Lifetime pulling the news off of all their televisions while you're working out. But I want to look at the comments and see what people have to say about it. We'll do that next Tom Bernard Show. My pillow is the holiday gift that keeps on giving. Long after the bath and body soaps have washed down the drain and the new treadmill has been turned into a clothes rack, your MyPillow gift will be guaranteeing your friends and family a great night's sleep. Buy one MyPillow and get one free online with my code KQRS or call my special offer number at 800-694-2056. Buy one, get one at MyPillow.com, keyword KQRS, or call 800-694-2056. Gentlemen, I'm Tom Bernard. Show we talked about many things. Uh, we've talked about this, and I want to read some comments. Lifetime Fitness blacks out all TV news outlets from its big screen TVs. People do not want to watch CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, and CNBC. They're all gone from the big uh, TVs at Lifetime clubs. I don't blame them. I think it's a good decision. People don't want to hear the negativity anymore. I'm hoping that maybe all of those things. Could uh, all of those outlets could figure it out and stop with the I hate, I hate, I hate, and taking one side of every story.
4: Well, negative journalism has been effective since they started
0: newspapers. I know. Yeah. But, I mean, that's all it is now.
4: Well, it's, it's interesting. If, you, if I post a negative comment about something on Facebook, I get a ton more comments than if I post something positive.
0: Okay, run that by me again. What
4: if if I post a negative comment about something, something I don't like, or a movie I don't like, or whatever, I'll get a lot more comments than if I say I like something.
0: Oh yeah, there's no question.
4: Which I mean, I guess if you're looking for comments, then you need to be negative. But if you don't, you know, if you're just like saying something and people are like, "Oh, that's nice," and then they just move on with their day, that's okay too. But most people, it seems like. We're conditioned to see how many people like whatever it is that we posted, whether it's a photo or a comment.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Some of the comments about uh, taking the TV news off at Lifetime and all those uh, uh, all those clubs around America. Maybe Lifetime could have different designated workout areas where TVs would be tuned or not according to that group's preferences. How no. could you possibly do that? And then no. we could
4: judge each other and not talk to each <laughs> yeah, other. really. Then we'd know.
0: Oh, they're in the Fox <laughs>
5: News room. We yeah. don't want to talk to them. Yeah.
0: Oh, I think this guy's not serious because it says here where TVs would be tuned or not according to that group's preferences. I'd opt for a porn channel myself. Uh-huh. And I'm sure the lines waiting for the machines there would be long. Probably. Uh, that was Ryan Nolan. Ismail music. They should show Man versus Food. <laughs> what, what is that? Oh, because they're working out. Yeah, because they're working out. What is man, is there a show called Man versus yes. Food? Mm-hmm. What is it about?
4: I've never watched it, but I've seen the promos.
0: Alex, have you seen it? For what? Man, man, versus, man food. versus food.
4: No, I have no idea.
0: I have no idea what the, I. I don't know. It's probably. I, like I think it, it might.
1: I think it might be a documentary about
0: food. Oh, I thought it was a, a series. Yeah, whatever. It is. Maybe. It oh, is Okay, series. I'm wrong. Sparky MN. I think this is a wonderful idea. I do not watch Fox News. Unfortunately, CNN is playing nonstop in the cafeteria where I work. I hate it.
4: There you go.
0: Uh, Marathon 2004. As a member there, I don't like it. I didn't notice on Tuesday when I was there, but I was only there for strength. During cardio, I'll read headlines as I usually don't have my headphones on. It was a person's choice to watch and listen or not. Getting rid of them, especially for what they added, is dumb. That's the first uh, negative response to it that I've seen. As long as we're on the subject, we don't need this garbage playing in every airport concourse in the country either. Can we turn? I agree with that. Joe, Bob, you're 100% correct. That's all you see in airports now are are negative news or Fox or CNN. That's all you see.
4: Yeah, if there's some sort of emergency, then you could turn it on, but it doesn't need to be on all the time.
0: This is pretty funny. N. Shore says they could replace it with a continuous audio recording of a child having a tantrum. That would fit in better with some of the atmosphere in the airport and on the plane. (laughs) Uh, I'm doomed, says yay. It's about time. Steve89, here's their new slogan, Lifetime Fitness, where you can run and hide. So I would take that as a negative comment. Yes,
1: he's being dumb.
0: RMS 316, good idea. The political climate that is in this country is surely unhealthy. So all of these people, uh, not all of them, but 99% of them agree, I don't want to watch that
4: stuff. I mean, if you're going to work out, you know, for health reasons or to burn off some stress, you don't need to watch the news and get more stressed out as you're trying to get rid of stress.
0: Yeah, I, uh, it's pretty clear. Paul Walsh did that story, by the way. Good job, Paul Walsh. I've always always liked his writing in the Star Tribune. And by the way, he doesn't write the headline, so he's in his article. He spells the word Chan has incorrectly. That's, that's good. good. I just want to let you him. know that. So, Paul Walsh. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a wonderful situation. Uh, Garrison Keillor's still talking about moving out of the United States.
4: Oh, whatever. That's still, Bye. of course, that's,
0: is. that's still a story.
4: I've got some moving boxes you can have
0: uh why does he so so he, you can't take some people beating on you um did did they ever prove that he did sexually harass anybody or was it just I, assumed or did everybody know about this and finally it was revealed and they got rid of him i guess
4: if these people are willing to just you know go away um there probably is some is truth to it i mean otherwise you would stay and fight right if somebody think. accuses you something of something falsely, then you need to stay and fight.
0: Yeah, unless they fire you. I suppose there's nothing you can do about it if, you, if they just fire you. But I would think there's no way they could just fire you without due process, yeah, without but, getting sued. Yeah, because you know, no, then yeah, you could can. just sue
4: them for a wrongful dismissal.
0: Why couldn't they, Andy? Why, why couldn't they sue you for wrongful dismissal?
5: Uh, because wrongful termination is not easy to prove. You need, like, you need... Someone basically to admit that they terminated you wrongly, which they're not going to do. But but businesses are allowed to terminate anyone for any reason.
0: But here's what I don't understand. Like Jodie Foster now, and I used to love Jodie Foster. Now I wouldn't even think of going to see something she was in. Did you see what she said? Probably something stupid. She said, and again, I love Jodie Foster. Very, very talented, but she's Mm, just breaking my heart with this. She said, well, let's face it that every man over the age of 30 has sexually harassed a woman.
4: Hmm. So Andy, about, have you?
0: Yeah, you're 31, Andy. Yeah, I suppose I am over 30. You uh, No, have
4: you sexually harassed anybody to your knowledge?
5: I have never sexually anything to anybody.
4: <laughs> Tom, have you sexually harassed anybody?
0: Just you, honey. Okay. That's it. So you're the only, wow. 50-50 right here. And I'm kind of hoping that, that you don't consider that to be harassment, but, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I just wish that, that these Hollywood pukes would stop. Meryl Streep is another one. Uh, just shut up. God. Well, Tom, did you person... see what
3: uh, Paul Servino said on the flip side no, of that? I love Paul
0: Servino. Oh, I he, love Paul Servino. He Cervino. came out,
3: he said, uh, just the quote of it was, uh, if he sees Harvey Weinstein again, he's going to kill him.
0: <laughs> did he? Did, was he trying to hit on Mira, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he. His daughter, uh, he, Paul Servino's yep. daughter.
3: Says here, actor Paul Savino, Good. father of Mira Savino, said he was furious with Harvey Weinstein and wants to kill the disgraced mogul after his daughter oh, okay. accused Weinstein of sexual harassment.
0: I got no problem with that. Yeah. and by the way, isn't Paul Savino like six three?
3: Yeah, he's yeah.
0: He's a he's a big fella, isn't he? Yep. Oh yeah. As far as yep. I know he is anyway, but I've always liked, I've interviewed Paul Servino a million times. And he's oh. a wonderful interview. He's a great guy. Well, remember, the guy from Smashing Pumpkins made a comment about Mira too, and Paul called him up and said, I ever talk to you, if I ever see you again, I'm going to knock your ass out.
3: Well, here's the direct quote he said. He told the celebrity news, and I quote, he's going to jail. Oh, yeah, that son of a B. Good for him if he goes, because if not, he has to meet me, and I will kill that mother effer. Real simple.
0: Oh. okay. <laughs> I love Paul Servino. Uh, I do. I've always loved Paul Servino. There's no question about it. Do you ever see a movie called Where's Papa? No. It's an, it's an old movie from the 19, God, late 70s or early 80s. Paul Servino is working at Gus and Grace's retirement home. And he... <laughs> And he's all pissed off at the old people because they're so hard to take care of. And watching him piss and moan about taking care of old people is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. There's a guy, and he's about 100 years old. He's sitting at the dining table. And he says, I want a piece of bread. And Paul Servino throws a loaf of bread at him. <laughs> <laughs> guy's like 100 years old. You want to be a little more patient, maybe, you know, it's just a thought. But no, Servino, I don't know that I'd want to tangle with Paul Servino. So I like that, though. Here's a guy, a father who loves his daughter. Well, Alex, can you imagine how I'd react if I found out somebody tried to sexually harass you?
1: Hopefully you'd be like, I'm glad that you ripped their hand off of their body and threw it at their face. Good
0: job. (laughs) Because you'd fight back anyway.
1: Yeah, oh, my God.
0: Yeah, I can't see you putting up with that.
1: No. Zero percent of I mean, even when I'm cat called, I lose my friggin' mind.
0: Was that because of New York when you lived in New York City? Yes.
1: I acted like a complete psychopath if anybody even shouted a remotely offensive <laughs> word at me on the street. Or so I'd what go did up you to, say them. to them. Well, I had two approaches. One was I just okay. go up to them and be like, Yes. Let's. Where do you want to go right now? You've wooed me with your charm. <laughs> Let's get married. I love you. You.
0: How'd they handle that?
1: They were like, most people went. You're effing crazy, or you're nuts, and crazy B, or something like that. Um, right. Or I would just get it in their face and be like, Are you freaking kidding me? What right do you think you have to speak to me like that? You don't even know me. Blah blah blah. Like just, I don't know. Oh, you I, sound
3: like a native New Yorker. Out.
4: Yeah. I thought they actually made that illegal for Cat construction calling? people. Yeah. I, I, I thought, I thought
3: that, they did, yeah. Maybe
4: they, they did since it then. was so bad for yeah. so long that women were just like, okay, this well, is enough.
5: Who's gonna waste their time calling the cops? Just
4: it wasn't
1: even just yeah, walk on, a it's point. a lot yeah. easier.
4: It wasn't construction
1: workers that it was um random guys just like sitting on a bench hanging out or whatever, but homeless people were the worst for me anyway. Yeah. A homeless? Well, yeah, yeah homeless crazy. people would be walking around and they'd shout something at me, and then I'd freak out on them.
0: So, what did the other New Yorkers think when you went over and lit these people up?
1: I don't think anybody. Ca- I don't know. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody. I don't anybody
0: think New cares. Yorkers care about anyone but themselves. No. So you don't. Nobody ever paid any attention and said, "Hey, good job" or anything like that.
1: Um, I feel like I did get a couple good jobs, but I do it here too, and people tell me yeah. like, "Good for you," because I figure if I lose my mind and act like a total lunatic then maybe they'll second guess trying to do it to another person. Right. You know, like, oh, I'm not going to catcall someone else because she might freak out at me like that other lady did or something.
0: That other lady.
1: Because a lot of the time it's like, you know, I know a lot of people that they're just like, oh, just look down and walk faster you know, and it's like, but then you seem like a victim and this way it's like, no, I'm going to stand up for myself and tell you how to treat me because... People you don't get to, victim, don't get to decide how you treat me.
0: Yeah, I, think, I like that. That works. Yeah. Sony Pictures is trying to capitalize on a tragedy by releasing a movie starring horror character Slender Man, according to the father of one of the two Wisconsin girls who attacked their classmate to please the fictional Boogeyman. Bill Weir, is it Weir or Wire? Because Anissa Weir, she was found to be mentally incompetent, correct? She's... I think so. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? <laughs> As they say. Now, of
5: course, say. Dad's <laughs> blaming the movie. It's like... No, you know. no, the
0: movie wasn't out
2: yet.
5: Well, I mean, not the, not the movie, the, the character. Yeah. But it's like the character didn't make your daughter insane. Sorry.
0: Nah, that is true. Bill Weir, father of Anissa Weir, told the Associated Press in a telephone interview Wednesday that he hopes local theaters won't show the movie when it's released in May. It's absurd they want to make a movie like this, Bill Weir said. Uh, It's popularizing a tragedy is what it's doing. I'm not surprised, but in my opinion, it's extremely distasteful. All we're doing is extending the pain all three of these families have gone through. Sony Pictures Media Relations officials didn't reply to two emails left in the company's general inbox for reporters' inquiries. Now, it's Anissa Weir. She's the one they found completely uh, incompetent. Now, Morgan Geyser. She was sentenced to what 25 years in a yeah. mental institution, a of Jesus. And I think Anissa is going to get, uh, um, I think she's gonna get like 35 years. God, and per- basically, well, not life, but uh, yeah, guys are now 15 pleaded guilty to attempted first-degree intentional homicide in a deal with prosecutors who have asked that she get at least 40 years, wow. uh, in a mental hospital and she's sentenced in February. So, so yeah, it was. Apparently, Weir was the one that was already sentenced. I well, don't know. It's sad.
4: Yeah. Well, they have to be pretty out there to do what they did. Yeah. I mean, it can't yeah. even be remotely normal.
0: No, I asked this on, on the morning show as well, but does, does Slender Man move on? It's on the Internet. It's, it's, it's an Internet character, but now they apparently they're. There are drawings and paintings of Slenderman, but it was an internet character at first, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Andy knows about Slenderman. Oh, you do? Well, I mean, I'm not like, you know, an expert.
5: No,
1: but you know more than most people, I think.
5: No, I was around when uh, the whole thing was invented, and back then I thought it was stupid as hell, and I still do.
0: (laughs) Okay, now, does does Slenderman move in any of the pictures?
5: He moves when you're not looking at him. Uh oh. What? So. Extra creepy. Yeah. Exactly. So nobody's
0: seen him move.
5: I don't think
0: so. I don't know. That whole Why? situation. I, well, I just, you know, how you go from we have to please Slender Man. Usually when I've seen Slender Man, he's off in the distance. You can't even see him clearly. Yeah. Is that wrong?
5: No, that's pretty much how he's depicted.
0: So you'd have to be pretty nuts to figure you'd need to please a, a figure you can't even see clearly well, and doesn't move. Well, I mean, move.
5: people also say they have to kill someone to appease their dog or the aliens. Well, or, that's true. You know, they'll, they'll think of something that they need to kill someone
0: for. That's a very, very true statement. We'll be back. We have a special guest. Florence Ann Romano is coming up next. We're going to talk about five ways of how ditching electronic devices for old school playtime activities can benefit your children. It is up next Tom Bernard Show. Here we are. <coughs> well, we're right. back.
3: All right. Uh, yeah, Miss Romano's ready to go.
0: So here we go. Marvelous. We are back. Tom Bernard's show. Uh, a lot of negative news, you know, the Slender Man thing. By the way, Darkness Dave from darkness radio is going to call in top of the next hour to talk to us about slender man he knows all about slender man uh it's going to be rather interesting right now florence and romano how are you today
6: hi how are you I'm thrilled to be with you
0: Marvelous! I got to tell you where I grew up. The name Florence Ann Romano would have been somebody's mother who would have said, "Stop acting like that."
6: (laughs) I'm pretty sure that anyone talking to me that hasn't met me in person thinks I'm at least 95 years old, (laughs) and I'm not. But it's true. I have an old name.
0: (laughs) Well, that's a great name, though. Florence Ann Romano is is a really great name. There's no doubt about it. Florence, it's, good. it's going to be great to have you on because uh, my wife is here, our son is here, Hi. and our daughter's here. Mike Molina's with us. So Romano and Molina, that's a good combination anyway.
6: Wonderful. A fellow Paisan, I like it. I feel right at home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Five ways how ditching electronic devices for old school playtime activities can benefit your children. Alex. Just jump in anytime you want because Alex has a 19-month-old girl and she has another child on the way. So that's wonderful.
6: Oh, congratulations! That's wonderful. Thank you.
0: According to the American Association of Pediatrics, play allows children to use their creativity while developing their imagination, dexterity, and physical, cognitive, and emotional strength. But unfortunately, playtime continues to decrease for many children. Make it a priority to ditch the devices and take advantage of free time this summer by promoting real playtime with the kids. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful idea.
6: Well, thank you. I also believe uh, it's very important for parents and nannies and caretakers to pay attention to uh, how they need to ration out the time that children are spending on devices. And it's not a bad thing. I think people expect me to come out and say, hey, don't even do it at all. You know, technology's the devil. Not at all. Everything in moderation is, is a good thing. But the the benefits to making sure your child is using their imagination are amazing. When you think about entrepreneurs and business owners or just really amazing employees for different types of corporations or businesses across the board, generally those people have these wonderful imaginations that have been cultivated over many years. And I'd like to give children the opportunity to go over And, you know, be outside and having, you know, a tea party or a picnic or, you know, making an entire village of chalk, you know, with, you know, driveways outside or puppet shows and puzzles. These are all ways that you get your children involved with their imaginations and with creativity and also helping hone their motor skills and communication skills and also teaching them how to play well with others and that's important not just as children but as adults so it's important to start really getting these skills and getting these opportunities in front of your children from an early age
0: what do you think alex
1: i totally agree it's interesting we were just flying home from florida we live in minnesota and we were flying from florida and it's almost a four-hour flight Mm -hmm. and Every child on the plane pretty much had an iPad in front of them the whole plane ride. And they were just kind of zoned out. And Uh my daughter, we don't really let her play with our phone. We don't let her play with our phones. We don't let her watch movies and stuff like that. Not don't let her, but it's just like something that we don't really do because we just play. Um and she was running around the plane and doing a bunch of stuff and making noise. And my husband was like, she's being so much noisier than every child on this plane. And I'm like, that's because she's having fun and playing. Every other kid is like a zombie staring at a screen. And she's like jumping around with this little Tigger toy and stuff. And I'm like, oh
6: my God. yeah, it was well, so interesting. God bless you for letting your child do that, because if you don't have a screen in front of them, I, a lot of parents out there would be like, oh, my gosh, wait, I have to actually, you know, entertain them or oh, yeah. you know, keep it tabs on them. So I, I think that's great that you, uh, you know, allow your, your child to have that sort of expression. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I also go to the grocery store and see these nannies or these moms and dads with their child, and they're kind of honed in on that. Uh, iPad while they're shopping, and you know what? I understand that. If for that 30 minutes if that parent or that nanny or that caretaker needs to get what they need done and they're going to watch baby Einstein for a little bit, then you know what? That's fine too. As long as it's in moderation and you're not using it as your child's babysitter, and you're also making sure that whatever they are doing is in some way educational and stimulating them in some way that is creative and is helping them develop.
1: Yeah, it is interesting. No, I think it's a wonderful. One. Oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Well, it's it, it's interesting. The times that we have played something for my daughter, she does not care about animated stuff at all. Like we tried to play her Finding Nemo um, for the plane ride down to Florida because we were, we had to wake up at 5 a.m. and we were just like, you know what? We just have to do what we have to do. This can be our last stitch effort. Like, if she just needs to right. zone out and look at the screen because she's going to be so tired, that's fine. She has zero interest in finding Nemo. But then we found the documentary Babies on Netflix. It literally is just following around babies. There's no commentary. Or, yeah, and she's obsessed yes. with it. She was like, babies, 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 over Aww. and over and over again. And it's just babies living their lives and she was just so fascinated. She's
6: relating to it, though. Yeah, to- she's like hey, these Yeah, these kids are like me. <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: So it was really interesting because it's like I figured that animation would, you know, captivate her and she'd be so into it. And she was just like, "No, I want to watch babies chew on sticks. This is way better." I, you know what? I think you have a, a future.
6: You, you have a future nanny on your hands. I think actually, she's got. I had baby fever when I was a baby myself, so I'm pretty sure that she's going to be. uh the bona fide babies that are in your uh, community if i if i can project that now <laughs> well that's what i
1: was before i got pregnant so that would make uh, sense oh there you go see. it
6: runs in the family if yep.
0: one thing i do have to say however when when we we babysat uh fawn last time uh, i was i can't remember what i was watching but because television full grown people are much smaller than she is she thinks they're babies too oh yeah because they're smaller. <laughs> she thinks they're all babies. She goes, baby. Like, yes. she liked Charlie Brown, though. I remember she she looked at Charlie Brown and thought Charlie Brown was a baby, and she really liked that. Well,
1: it's because he's bald and little. And she really likes the music exactly. on, she likes that and Charlie you know, Brown song. Yeah.
6: It's important. You never know what's going to captivate a child. Like, you know, your point, you thought that, you know, animation was going to be what was going to, you know, keep her interested. Um, but instead, it was it was something actually educational and something very relatable. And so that's why it's kind of trial and error with, with everything you do as children, right? And you never know what is going to excite them in some way. But the also important thing that I think we need to remember as nannies or, or parents is that when... You are trying to discover what things are helpful for your child regarding education or play you do have to get to know the personality of the child in order to deliver that to them so it's not everything that's going to work for every child and that's why I I never like to shame any parents you know about using uh, technology or using devices i just like to say that using it in moderation is a good idea. And to your point, it's always going to be something different that they use on their devices uh, that are going to captivate them. And that's also some, a, a very good point to keep in mind when deciding what to put them in front of regarding technology.
1: And it is interesting. I cause... love
0: this. Oh, Sorry. No, I'm just saying I love this conversation.
1: Well, good. <laughs> My daughter is a very physical child. She's mm-hmm. not one to like oh i'm gonna sit and look at this book or i'm gonna sit and color like she wants to run and play and you know whatever and so um it'll be interesting as she gets older if she will want to you know once we do start because we plan once she turns two to like oh you can watch one show of every other day or something something like that i don't know um Mm -hmm. But it'll be interesting to see if she's going to be one of those kids that's like, oh, can we? Can I watch a show? Can I please watch a show? Can I watch a show? Or if she's just kind of like, "Nah, I'm okay.
6: You know, it sounds to me that your child is a little bit of a um, soul sister of mine because I think that was basically me growing up. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now that... It was just exciting for me to be doing anything. So we're we'll watch a show. I was enthusiastic about that. Or we're gonna go rake leaves in the yard. I was super excited about that. Manual labor labor apparently wasn't a problem for me as a child. <laughs> I just was excited to do an activity. But you know, one thing that I think your child would really benefit from, and it sounds like you know, she, you know. Just like to perform and have a lot of energy. Um, we used to put on plays constantly as children for all of our neighborhood, for our, you know, the parents would come over and we'd have like a sheet as our backdrop, and I dress my little sisters up as you know animals, of course, naturally, they had no lines because I wanted all the lines because you know I was more important, <laughs> clearly. Um, so, <laughs> but you it's stuff like that, that's imaginative play that that sometimes they get more pleasure out of that than anything else. And, you know, you if your child can learn to play on their own and use their imagination and not have to count on someone else entertaining them, whether it's a person or it's a movie, that is so important. And I think we see that as adults uh, looking back on, you know, in our lives, how did you feel as a child? What were the activities you liked to do? And how has that maybe influenced your life as an adult. And I know for, for myself, uh, I absolutely am the same person I probably was at five, year old, five years old as I am now at 32, just because it was how my brain was wired in terms of creativity. And it still plays out today. So I'll be anxious to see, like you said, if your child ends up being enthralled. But I have a feeling that they're just going to want to, to continue you know, with that pace of energy and, and stimulation versus just watching a movie.
1: Oh, yeah. I definitely see her being like, oh, I wrote a song and I made a dance and all that kind <laughs> of stuff, which is so much more fun as a parent, too.
6: It is. It is so much fun because it's it's watching a personality evolve over time. And, it, it, and you know, the kids do the funniest things say the funniest things and those are the moments that you write down in their baby books or you catch on camera that they watch years later and are like oh my gosh i just did that last week i can't believe i did that when i was three <laughs> um, but you know it's, it's it's very cool i think you're an excellent mommy if i if you don't mind me saying i think you 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 have navigated that really well and and the moderation you have um for your children is, is right on the
1: money. Oh, well, thank you. That's always oh, nice Lawrence, to hear. Do give me
0: a favor. I have to live with her. Could you not say things like that? <laughs> <laughs> you
6: know. oh. Don't be nice to her.
0: <laughs> Listen,
6: it's all female power over here with me, so she's got, she's got yes. my vote.
0: <laughs> Florence Ann Romano, the Windy City Nanny, is a dedicated philanthropist and former nanny who has always had a special place in her heart for her children. Romano worked for over 15 years as a nanny, Beginning as Mommy's Helper at the age of 11, she shares her experiences in Nanny and Me, her beautifully illustrated debut book for children making the transition from being cared for solely by their parents to having a nanny in their home. Uh, I have to tell you something, Florence Ann. Is it Florence or Florence Ann? Because I want to.
6: It's Florence uh, do it Ann, just like Mary Ann. Yep, it's my first name. Okay. I know everyone thinks I'm saying my middle name, but it is my first
0: name. Florence Ann, uh, we, Alex. Uh, the young lady you've been talking to with Fawn as a, her little baby girl. She has a brother named Andy. And uh, this show is, uh, my wife and I host the show with our son Andy and our daughter Alex and and, and Goomba Molina, you know. You know, <laughs> I- that we need him. <clears throat> but in any case, what I love about Fawn is she thinks Andy's name is Nanny.
6: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She calls Nanny. Well he's a confident man. He lets he lets be call oh, <laughs> so called cute. It. Oh. I,
5: don't, I don't think she correctly pronounces any word yet, so uh, she,
4: she does party oh. on. She knows how to say party on. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> she, she does she say she party, party on. Things. Yeah. She
1: chip. Says chip. Oh. That
6: is
4: darling. She says chip. And what cute name
0: Chips are pretty easy. Oh one. thank you. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, Fawn is a oh. Fawn is a wonderful baby, there's no question. So basically Grandma and Grandpa are Nana and Bop-Bop, and Nanny is her uncle, Uncle Nanny. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh it's a joy God. and a thrill having, having a little child around is a joy and a thrill. Having you on was also a thrill for Melina, Melina especially, to have Romano and Melina together. Oh, it's yeah. been wonderful.
3: I need the company. I, I, <laughs> I like
6: the company, <laughs> too. I do. I, I wish I could speak Italian to you, but I never learned it. Do you know how to speak Italian?
3: Uh, Only the bad words that my mom would say to me. (laughs)
6: Exactly. I know. I I, I, I won't even get into that. That's all I remember, too, for my childhood. And we're not allowed to say any of those words. So, I mean, oh, my gosh. But, Joe, it's been such a pleasure to be with you. I'm so glad I got the chance. And it's always wonderful to hear about, you know, a family unit like yours that is so close and um, has such wonderful values and and promotes uh, family the way that you do. So thank you for letting me into your world a bit.
4: Well, Florence, never snowed? Yes, we ever
0: snowed. Exactly, <laughs> Florence, and I can guarantee you that we will be reaching out to you again because it's, I, passing this along to other people. People love hearing this kind of thing with the world, you know, on social media and all the rest of it, hating one another and the politicians and all the rest of it. To hear a nice conversation like that is is a relief for people. Yeah. So we'll be bothering well, you more, Florence you. Ann.
6: Bother me constantly. This is such a, a beautiful <laughs> glimmer of life. I'll tell you, it really is. Like you said, there's everything, you know, hate, hate, this, this, blah, blah, blah. And this is just pure, and, and I love it. But thank you for having me, and Happy New Year to you all. I hope we get to speak a lot more in 2018.
0: Absolutely, we will. Thank you very much for your time today, Florence Ann.
6: Thank you. bye Florence
0: Ann Romano, Tom Renard Show. We'll be right back.